0: Hey everyone, Joel here from the Empower Good Podcast. This episode is gonna be awesome because I get to hang out in New York City, in nature, outside, talking to my good friend, Rob Johnson from Meet The Creatives NY. This guy is such an inspiring dude, good looking, and I just learned so much from talking to him. And so I'm so excited to be able to share this with you today. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome. I'm glad to have you on, bro. Good thing we have two creatives here because uh, we started talking and we realized that it wasn't actually recording. So
1: oh I haven't done it yet, but there's been some times where I've been like, oh my God, am I recording this? Yet? I did it on my
0: first one. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. And uh, we're here at the, what is it called? The Highline. The Highline. This is like the third time I ask you. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad to have you here, um, or rather, I'm here, and this is your turf.
1: Yes. I'm visiting you're in, from- You're in my home now. Yeah, so. <laughs> California.
0: We met up in New York City. It's a beautiful day. I couldn't ask for a better, better, better time uh, to meet up. And uh, we've been in connection for many, many months now. Uh, I can't remember exactly how we met. Probably like through podcast hashtags and something like that and stuff like that. But yeah, it's exciting to have you on the show. Thank you, uh, happy because to be you're a photographer. Uh, you're also a podcaster, uh, mm-hmm. which is where we have the the common thread there. Yeah. Um, as well as you know, obviously we just we're both creatives, yeah. like people. We're both actually very social. Yeah, <laughs> very two social. two extroverts. Yeah, two extroverts, two talkers. So this is going to be a great episode because we're both two talkers. But cool. Um, yeah, J- and I kind of gave you a little introduction there. But why don't you just give me like a, a little elevator pitch? Just who you are. How can people get a hold cool. of you? Yeah, Et
1: cool. My name is uh, Rob Johnston, I'm uh, 27 years old, I'm a, as you mentioned a photographer, a designer, all that kind of stuff. Like graphic designer? Graphic designer, yes. Oh, nice. yeah. uh, So, I also, on top of that, I'm also a DJ, uh, and also on top of that, I play guitar and I'm very like, uh, musical and everything like that. So just all things creative, I kind of just like uh, all forms of kind of expressing myself. Uh, and I started the podcast called Meet the Creatives, which uh, seeks to bridge the gap between entry level creative professionals and uh, the industry's best from companies like you know Facebook, Google, Nike, Airbnb, Adobe, like you name it. I just yeah. like to talk to everyone, and um, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much me in a, in a quick nutshell. I've always been like a very creative person, and um, how many times am I going to say creative? Creative again? No, creative.
0: Uh, but yeah, it's like plug for your podcast, creative. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, that's that's pretty much me. I don't want to be too too verbose. I'll I'll let you lead it, but no,
0: no, no, (laughs) It's awesome, and you've inspired me. uh, And we're gonna talk about several different things uh, that you've inspired me on. But it's just it's it's really cool to have you in the flesh. It's so weird. Like the internet's so cool. Like last night I stayed at a friend's house who I never met until yesterday because I'm you know visiting. He was on the podcast, and now I'm hanging out with you. (laughs) Yeah, well I know he's he's an awesome guy. No, yeah, cool. (laughs) But um. Tell me real quick about like th- the journey. People that are listening to this podcast either have something going on already and they want the inspiration and the continued education on how to continue their creative journey. Right. Um, and also there's people that are listening that are, are, they know they have something in them. They have the uh, the, the appetite, I guess you can say, the yeah. the, the eye for creative things. And they want to start a, a podcast or like a, a YouTube channel yeah. or a blog or photography, et cetera. Tell us real quick, like your journey, kind of like, you know, how you came to discover that you wanted to do this and then how you came about starting cool. the different things that you're doing.
1: Yeah. So I, I guess to, just to stay on, on, on topic here, I'll, I'll just go like with the, the podcast. You know, growing up, uh, I always had like a wild imagination. Um, I was always kind of very like spatial, as we mentioned before, on our walk um, and always like liked to kind of uh, imagine what things could be like and then kind of like... M- you know, have them come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So like when I was a little kid, I used to like really, uh, my parents let me do whatever I wanted with the unfinished basement. So like I would watch like Tim Allen's of Santa Claus. And then like, you know, the, the basement would be the North pole or I would go to Disneyland. And then all of a sudden I would like line up all my matchbox cars. And that would be like the Peter Pan ride. I would like take my bike around and like start a ride. Nice. So I always was kind of like that. Um, and then when I was in high school, I became a fireman. Uh, volunteer fireman when I was 16. And then it was kind of like, you know, you got to be manly, can't be creative, and that kind of a little bit went away. But all throughout high school and all throughout stuff like that, I took, like, Photoshop classes and, uh, and was kind of – I had a bad attitude, but I was always encouraged by my teachers to take it a little more seriously because I had, had kind of a natural ability. So then I went to community college, didn't had, had no idea what I wanted to do. And then uh, I had it where um, I – when I was in community college and then I went to go to Ramapo College uh, to finish my last two years of school, I um, I thought, you know, I have to do something that involves creativity. That's just kind of like my natural skill set. Um, and so I got into design uh, and, you know, graphic design and advertising. I watched Mad Men. I kind of had this, like, romantic notion about, like, what it could be like. Uh, and then... Um, the only problem was is that, you know, I was at Rampo College, which unless you're from Mawa, New Jersey, no one knows what, what I was which, just thinking. What like, what I have no idea never where heard that is. Life, right. So I felt very kind of disconnected from the creative community. So I uh, kind of tap back into that like little kid imagination and kind of like that, like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if I had like a show, you know, because I, mean? I would just do that. And um, I think for all creatives, it's a really kind of important thing to do, to just allow yourself to dream and to play around a little bit. So I reached out to Debbie Millman, who had, like, the biggest design podcast in the world. Uh, I not about in the world, but, you know, definitely one of the bigger ones here. And uh, I told her that I wanted to start a podcast, and it was just kind of like an idea, like a dream. And I kind of just put that same philosophy. So... I messaged her, and she was not only uh, kind enough to give me some advice, but she actually came on as one of the first guests. And then, you know, to really cut scenes, that way it's not a long, drawn-out story. Now it's uh, about two years later, and I've been able to interview close to 100 people from all different so walks. Like over
0: 100 episodes? Uh, plus I think
1: we're coming up towards like 100 now. That's awesome. And that's one a week? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's been like... like here and there. Sometimes I'll do like three in one week and then like none for a week. or whatever. Really?
0: Cause you know, a lot of the people when you, when all these podcasting classes that you take, when you're yeah. first starting out, they always say like stick consistent so that people expect it. They're like kind of like awaiting yeah. your episode kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. What's I, your thoughts on that? Uh,
0: like what is the definition of consistency?
1: I, I don't think, I think that cons- shipping the work is always vitally important. Doing what? Like sh- shipping the work. Like, like doing the work mm-hmm. itself is always really important, but that can manifest itself in different ways. I think that people get too caught up on, on you know, consistency and hustle and they put out a kind of a subpar project or a, a subpar uh, product. So for me, uh, while I've been pretty consistent with the podcast, I've also made sure that if it felt a little bit stagnant or if I felt like I, w- I wasn't enthusiastic about it, I would take time to kind of regroup. Uh, Consistency is great if you're in, in the right in the right mindset, um, but I I think I just kind of there's a quote that uh, my friend Leland Mashmeyer gave me. He's actually the chief creative officer at Trabani and he was on the the podcast and uh, he said follow your because I had asked him. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, I had asked him. I said, you know, I, I my biggest fear is that this thing's going to get stale or that you know I'm I'm gonna you know I'm not going to be able to be consistent. I'm not going to be able to kind of keep up this pace. And he said, follow your, follow your curiosity, it will never let you, it will never let you down. Sorry, I'm going to say that again and edit it. Uh, follow like your that. curiosity, it will never let you down. You know, it's
0: funny is that what you're saying right now is kind of speaking to me. Yeah. Because I've only been going, this is going to be, I don't know, episode, I just released 13 yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, like even to some degree and some levels, like... I'm the kind of guy that always like chases the 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 carrot in front of me, kind yeah. of a thing, you know. I think maybe that's some people that's always looked at in a bad way, right? But sometimes, I guess now that you're saying that, it's you know, for a creative, it's kind of important to do that in a in a controlled environment. You don't want to be dumb, right? You know, but at the same time, uh, embracing some creativity and 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 trying to push the envelope, I guess you can say, yeah. And for I think sure. that's really cool on how to not make it stale. Because even though I've only done it for a little bit, yeah, my personality, it'll I can see how it could get eventually boring,
1: Yeah, you well, know? Well, I had felt a little bit, you know, there there was a, a period about last year or so where uh, there's kind of like a uh, a tight-knit uh, creative circle here in New York City, and uh, some of them are my friends, and, and some of them uh, I, I have yet to meet or whatever, but, you know... There was always kind of this box of like being placed in this box, like you have to interview these people and these this is kind of the stat, the who's who of, of graphic design. And I've had a lot of those people on and I, and I love them and I've established great relationships with them. But, um... I, I myself was always like, well, why, why do I have to live within these confines and, and you know, like these, these people, like I feel like people have heard their story. So what I did was I actually kind of like did, went like the opposite way. So I actually went for people that no one had kind of heard of but who did exceptional things. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a few people that come to mind when I think about that. Like, um... And they're people that I'm really excited to collaborate with in the future. Uh, but but it's also like not a, not necessarily a marquee name. So some, just off the top of my head, like, you know, Heather Leupold from uh, Google Creative Lab. Uh, you know, it's not somebody who everybody knows, but it's somebody whose story, and I think that you have the same thing on your podcast, it's her story is really intriguing. She works at Google. She's, you know, worked on like Gboard and all these great apps. Um, and I wanted to kind of, for my own thing, is kind of zig when everybody zags. I think that's important, too, in, keep, in keeping it fresh. You know what I mean? they were kind of like just who you're expected to interview, but then you can just interview whoever you want. Francis Smith from uh, Facebook's uh, creator shop. You know, kind of just like these... I wanted to highlight people who were not only just people that w- like would draw a big audience, but people who like people would actually want to have a connection with. And I think that those episodes have been really great.
0: What's the, uh, what's the balance of... They always say, you know, produce content for your listener, for your listeners. What do they need? What do they want? Get feedback, et cetera. What's the balance between that and then actually producing content that you want to say or that makes you like intrigued?
1: Well, along that same line of like the follow your curiosity, you will never let you down type philosophy. uh, I'm actually, and this is a little bit, I think what's allowed me to be so successful with the podcast is that I've... uh, I'm actually quite selfish with, with who I choose and, and, and who comes in the podcast. And, you know, it, that doesn't sound like, a, like a, a good thing. But if I'm interviewing people that I personally really admire or, or if I'm going to places like, you know, with Facebook and Google, these are kind of north stars for me. If I go there and I'm enthusiastic about it and, and I'm really genuinely excited to talk to them and to meet them, uh, that will shine through in the podcast. And uh, you know they've all been really great, but all every single person that I've met has in influenced me in some some way, shape, and form. But uh, I think kind of just like you know, what's so great about podcasts is that they are somewhat uncon- unconventional, and it's not you know I I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not answering to anyone. So I think that if, if you kind of have it in, in, where you just go out and you in, interview the people that you really want to talk to. Like if I really want to work at Google and I go and I interview somebody at Google, people who have that, who shared that same dream, they're going to love that episode because if I just go and I'm just interviewing people to kind of, to kind of check some box, like, oh, I got them, I got them, which is what most people do. That enthusiasm doesn't show People always say like, you're really excited, but I really genuinely am that interested in, you know, and do what it,
0: I, I really like where this is going. Cause it actually speaking to me. Cause yeah. I actually let, have a legit question for me. And that is that if you interview somebody, but you feel like it was a lame episode, yeah, should you or should you not release it? Because you feel kind of indebted because you're like, I, I asked them to interview, yeah. and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But then you feel bad. But at the same time, like how much filtering should you do on the content that becomes the face of your brand?
1: I've had some times where, where I've had conversations and they've all been for the most part, I think, you know, uh, as in, you know. In total, I think they they were really great, but there have been some ones uh, which were a little bit all over the place, or you know, there there have even been some times where we've just you know had too much fun. You know, I did an episode with Brian Collins, who is a, a hero of mine and uh, a, a brilliant you know designer and one of the biggest names in the creative field, and we ended up like uh, scratching scratching the episode because we just had too much fun. You know what I mean? It was just too all over the place, and, and it was you know it was his idea originally to to scrap it. Uh, you know, because we listened back and it was really fun and it was really engaging.
0: It's more but, like an inside thing, right?
1: But it was more like him and I. Like, we were just eating pizza, hanging out, talking, and kind of was all over the place. So I think you need to, uh, and and you know, I, I think that I would have liked to have put that out into the world, but it wasn't the best product necessarily. I think when you're uh, dealing with like with podcasts, I think that uh, editing is really is really crucial. There have been some times where there wasn't necessarily like, a story there, and I was actually able to edit. Uh, edit it into a story and uh, you know some people might think that that's not right or that's not like the way like podcast you're talking show.
0: about just cutting out sections that are right. not relevant Cut- or cutting out stuff and then rearranging it
1: no 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 yeah there's it's like kind of like an ethics thing you, you don't you don't want to lie to the listener you don't want to change it for example I talked to my friend Adam Lehman one time and we talked for like an, uh, and, and we're like the same age and we get along really well and everything and uh, you know we we talked for like two hours and uh, there was this one really prolific part where he talked about, you know, uh, overcoming clinical anxiety, mental health. And the episode had nothing to, I mean, like that was just like one of a million things we talked about. But I crafted the story in a way that it was like, it had like a theme. So I think as long as there's always a through line, as long as you believe in what they're saying, you can kind of change it. I wouldn't do it too much. And if you really like, didn't like it, you know, don't post it. You may mess up that. <laughs> you may mess up that yeah. relationship with that person, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. But yeah. then again, like, you know. Yeah, you but gotta, there are, you could edit it, though. Yeah. Just edit.
0: Yeah, I had to do that. My
1: podcasts are all heavily edited, and I'm really happy about that. And the people who are on them are really happy about that. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: It's only when you have, like, super amazing content that you just leave in all the stuff, you know. Because like Gary's yeah. always like, leave that in there, leave that in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time. You want to make sure that it all kind of points towards your north star, which is your topic or your theme, the yeah, whatever the whatever your desired outcome is for your listener. You want it to point in that yeah, direction. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, let's talk about your Instagram feed real quick, cool. And because uh, you know, there's for those obviously listening, um, you either familiar with this or you, you this is something to learn from, and that is that obviously you need to create a pillar of content like a podcast or a vlog or an episode of some sort or blog, but then you also need to uh, you know distribute that as a full length piece, as well as, uh, in micro content, like on your Instagram advertising for making it, et cetera. Sausage. That's right. Wait, wait, you know, I've heard you say that a bunch of times. I, th- I know what it means because in the context what make, we're talking about, make, what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah. Making the sausage means like, uh, it's, a, I got that from Gary Vee. It's like, uh, Basically, like if you and I were to do this podcast and rather than just taking this podcast and putting it in its native form, you could take this podcast and transcribe it into the written word. You can make medium articles based off of this one conversation, Instagram posts, LinkedIn posts, Twitter posts, and each of those posts you can do, you, you would kind of uh, calibrate it to that specific social media and, and, kind of, and like in the right context. But all from that same thing. Yeah, so, so you rather grab like than a do power like 50, line right, right, from right.
0: you and put it on Twitter, take a quote make an inc- like a quote graphic. Right. You know, for, for Instagram or like a little video snippet. Right. For, yeah, exactly. For the like Instagram. We could do this
1: podcast and, and there could be like, you know, we could talk for an hour and if there's like, you know, one or two good quotes, that's two Instagram posts right there. Exactly. So that's where the kind of the sausage reference comes, like the culmination of it all coming together and making this one. It's like a sausage made out of a bunch of, yeah, yeah, bunch yeah. of uh, it's a weird one. But it makes <laughs> sense though.
0: Yeah. But let's talk about your Instagram uh, feed because I feel like you've done a really good job. Thank you. Um, you know, I've listened to your, your podcast and um, it's good. But I've really have more time to stay in tune with your Instagram yeah, feed. for sure. And it's just fascinating. I feel like, and this is like confessional time inside the mind of Joel. And that is that I feel like mine's a little bit predictable. And I feel
1: like every time I see your post, I'm like, Wow, that's cool! Like, yeah. how do you get such high quality yeah. stuff?
0: What's your handle, by the way, for those who want to go check uh, it out right at now? At
1: Meet the Creatives NY, you should all follow me. I basically, uh, my self-esteem is reflected by that number. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, Meet the Creatives NY. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I, I look did, at I was it. Not planning to go international when I started this thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually wondered that. Like, why'd yeah. you name it NY? Because Meet the Creatives was not available. Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I look at your feed, and it's, it's really inspiring because it it. It's it's new. It's fresh every time, and it's high quality. Yeah. Um, you know, being a one-man show, I'm also a one-man show. Right. Actually, I have some volunteers working for them. They do excellent jobs. They make those sausage pieces of content yeah, for me. Yeah, they great, yeah. Um, and whatnot. And, I, you know, that idea of distributing content. But, like, give us some tips. Give me some tips on how to make, like, when people look at your stuff, they're like, ooh, that's Meet the Creatives. They're like, right. ooh, that's Empower Good. Is it just colors? Is it, like, filters? Like, or is I, it is it like? I yeah. look at
1: it in terms like of how do you
0: gather your content too? Like yeah, how do you, how do you glean for your sure. content?
1: I look at it in terms of like the like the, the feed in general, and I think this is kind of the, like the photographer in, in me. And how do the the, the posts when they're uh, juxtaposed and they're and they're next to next to each other, you know? How how does that relate, and and how does that look together? So I don't just I think a lot of people just post things. I think about how that. So like you know you talk about like the like the to use like a web design term here like the fold right like when mm-hmm. somebody goes and sees like the last six or however many posts are in there mm-hmm. I'd like to make sure that all of those and then you know that will obviously you're not going to be able to all the way down to kind of keep it but you know is the image and the other images surrounding it relevant to each other and if it's like you know and sometimes you know one of the things I do is uh, I'll, I'll redo a post like four or five times you know what I mean you see the, the, the feed but you don't see the the six times I posted it before that I didn't like it, that I what well, you hit publish, published it, but then you deleted it, it down and then sharpened it and changed change the contrast. So you, or, let's say
0: you got comments and and likes on it and then you take it down.
1: I usually try and uh, do it within get it, like, get out ahead of it quickly. Yeah, so yeah. I'll do it like you know I'll post it and you can kind of just tell uh, and just follow your intuition to what looks good. Also, too, I use uh, a repo uh, the repost app with with uh, and then I bought the premium. So it doesn't have that repost thing, which kind of cheapen things up. Uh, It will actually, if you copy and paste the caption, it will repost that. Uh, so that's great for video. So if somebody if somebody has video, you can have yeah, video. Oh, this is
0: talking about gathering content gathering from the, your content. guests or yeah. other people. Right.
1: So if you're talking to someone like your friend who you're going inter- to interview after this today, like, you know, like that great video piece, like that's a solid piece of content for you. And it's promoting kind of his work sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- there's that. Also, just kind of like interviewing people from the creative space. that's kind of naturally sort of beautiful. Um, what if you don't interview people? Because I feel like things, it's more on, like, the podcast
0: and blog. I mean, it's its not just pictures and video kind of yeah. a thing. Like, what are, some, what are
1: some ideas you can think of to make things more, like, get a high-quality picture of them or, like? Again, to kind of tap into the photography thing, uh, there, there's a natural human, and, you know, we were talking about this before, about uh, taking pictures of buildings and stuff like that. And, and I said that people, you know, they don't necessarily get too as as human beings we don't get too excited when, when we see things that are kind of static or the same thing like over and over again like if, if it's always like your face for example that's going to get kind of like redundant and and it does not pique your curiosity but if you see someone who you don't know or somebody maybe who you do know what you recognize and you see their faces or you see their hands or you see their craft that i think is really compelling to people so if you're in a space where you're you don't interview designers and you don't have that content. That's kind of a luxury that I have just being in this space. Uh, that's a great opportunity for you to kind of hone your photography skills and to kind of take some pictures and intimate uh, portraits of, of people. Or, you know, if they, you know, you, I could make something that's really compelling. You know, I can go to a pizza, a local pizza place and, you know, if you just have, like, a picture of their logo, that's going to be kind of boring. But if you have a picture of Manny, who's 97 years old, and his wrinkled hands doing the pizza kind of thing, and you're telling, like, a really intricate story about, like, the the their, their truth, that is really compelling. So if you don't have that, make that content. And I'm a huge... I'm, I'm both. I'm a... I'm a big believer in kind of shoot from the hip, use your iPhone kind of stuff. I've recorded most of the episodes of Meet the Creators with my iPhone, and I've taken pictures of stuff with stuff You're my talking iPhone. about the audio? Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, with the audio, but also like with, with the, the pictures too. You know, the, the quality is not everything, but uh, there is something to be said for that. Like those quality DSLR, you know, camera posts, you know. It's easy to, to, to say, I oh, don't need that, but, you know, the yeah. difference is pretty striking.
0: I like it. I can show you it. Let me, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's take a take a step into. I love this, by the way, because it's like philosophical practical. and yeah. practical.
1: That's good. I, uh, a lot of my podcasts get very heady. I'm a very heady person, so yeah. I'm happy to be giving out some some practical insight. And Absolutely.
0: Um, one thing that I've noticed is that I have a lot of things to say personally. A lot of like some people know how to interview, and they and that's what they do. But there's other people that interview, but also have things to say. Right. Um, and so. How, what would you recommend? Cause I noticed like one thing that's kind of scared me, I barely have time for my empower good feed. Right. And I, I don't even put stuff on Facebook. Like I, I'm not even tapping into the very basics right. of what should be done when it comes to promotion of a, of a podcast and then on top of that posting on your personal one and having a personal brand. I know that you, that you run your, obviously your personal Instagram yeah. and your meet the creators. Yes. You know, right. And then, you know, I don't know if you do Twitter and all that kind of stuff, but like, oh, yes. what's your thoughts on that? Because this is a lot to keep up with, and then you got to think in two different lines I think, of thought. I think you have know? to
1: make sacrifice. I think I think so much of, of, of this kind of stuff is, is about sacrifice. I mean, there are a lot of times like you know, like last night, uh, I was up until like like 2 o'clock in the morning editing pictures. It's pr- it's not the most practical move, but if you want to kind of expedite that, uh, that's kind of like the thing. And I I think the same holds true for uh, for social media. You know, a lot of people use use Instagram and, and they get kind of romantic about, about one one platform. Uh, and I would strongly advise against that. I think that uh, the way I look at it is this. And just to, so this is not some big, long, drawn-out thing. And this is kind of, I've heard this from Gary, but I think it's it, it's true. You know, these, uh, the different social media platforms, they're like the different faces of the internet. You've heard that expression probably from Gary before. Uh... But that's true, and and each of them is like a network. So, like, let's say that you were a business, you know what I mean? Like, uh, not necessarily for profit, but you know, you you have something here where you know you're trying to to reach people. Uh, you know if you were to run ads on on tv you would w- want to run an ad if i could say to you you can advertise on nbc or you can advertise on every channel abc espn all of them which one would you pick all of them all of them right so why do people do that with social media and it's a time thing and i get that uh, but you know and also my ocd diff-
0: perfectionist thing i just get overwhelmed with like all the different platforms like you got to get over that yeah. i'm telling you man you got hey, really over- to
1: you got to override that because each place is a, is a different audience. And uh, I actually say this. It's funny. Um, you know, a better example, and maybe you might want to use this one. Uh, a better exa- example of that is what if I were to tell you that um, right now in Brooklyn, there's going to be this crazy, crazy networking opportunity. And everyone from Facebook going to be there. And everyone from Google is going to be there. Everyone from Nike, Airbnb, they're all going to be there. Like it's gonna be crazy. There's gonna be like, you know, like a DJ Tiesto's DJing and it's gonna be great. Everyone and their mother will go to that party, right? Would you go? Like I would go. That would be awesome. That's LinkedIn. It's just it's it's just digital. And the thing is that people get kind of like uh, they kind of get into the headlines of these things, like LinkedIn and social, Instagram does this, and these, these sweeping generalizations. But those are like cocktail parties; those are opportunities to meet people. So I think that it's vitally important that you get your message into all of those streams, because it's like it's like you're it's like you're not going to that party. Why would you not go to that party? Yeah, I I just go to all the parties and talk to all the people at all the parties, and then next next thing you know, you have a whole bunch of friends because you did it. You know, I think that's so, awesome. Yeah, dude. that's that's really good. I could have said that way better, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, let's talk about something that I—it's uh, a natural uh, fear of a lot of people, and that this is going to go more of like philosophy and like deep thinking here. And that is the this fear is of what other people think. Here we go. What was that? that? Is my area of expertise. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. No, because we were talking about this when we were walking around town. But the uh, the uh, the fear of what other people think, because when you're not thinking about it, you don't really realize that you're really. Fearful of other people, what they think. Right. But when you start realizing that you start becoming more and more self-aware, you're like, oh snap! Like I really do care. Right. Um, like even earlier, like we were taking pictures. You're taking pictures of me. We're just walking around. We're getting some cool you're shots. A handsome guy. For I don't the understand
1: gr- what well, all the insecurity is about. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Everyone's gonna think I'm insecure. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, we're taking pictures for the gram, and you're just like. Oh, like all these people walking by or like I st- I'm starting an audio vlog and so I have a microphone, like like lapel mic on my T-shirt walking right. around or, you know, then you start talking to yourself. You're just sitting like on a plane, you know, like Gary, he's, he does it. You're sitting on a plane next to somebody. and You're just talking to yourself about the importance of being diligent when it comes to social media interactions or whatever, you know, right. like you're just doing a little rant. How do you get over that? And like the idea, like you see all these vloggers, they're walking around with their cameras in their faces all the time. They do not care whatsoever. Right. Uh, I there's a little bit of. I I don't care about the same. There's a little bit of that. Tell me your journey of that, uh, and how you overcame that. For sure.
1: I'm so pumped about this part. You should like only do this part. No. Uh. So, really simple, and I I, I think this is going to provide a lot of clarity for people. It's it's not something that uh that I came up with, but it's someone that I spoke to on my podcast. Uh, has done extensive research on. Has written a book about Cy Wakeman. Her name is. Uh, I I know her through the the Gary. Uh, network the uh, VaynerMedia network Um, but uh, she has a book called No Ego and it's a book that fundamentally changed my life so the ego people think about the ego and they think about it like uh, they think of it like you know that guy has a big ego he's a bad person but the ego is actually something that's like meant to protect you Uh, it's kind of like a a primitive thing that's like within all of us every human being like we all have it right and basically, what it was meant to do back in the day was it was meant to protect you. So back when we were like, you know, more like tribal, I would venture. I, you know, I, I still think that we or we didn't have right. Th- the we're relative still securities
0: st- of our comfortable lives. Right,
1: right, right, right. Exactly. We like, were not don't living get the this black plague, or you're gonna die. Starbucks, yeah, yeah, Jamba Juice type life. Uh, <laughs> no, Starbucks Jamba sorry, Juice. Sorry life. to hate on your uh, your favorite thing there. Um, no, so basically, uh, we kind of needed to have. From birth, this 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 thing, the ego, to stop us from going out and doing crazy things because we would get like you know jacked by a bear and killed. Right? It was dangerous to do that. We didn't live in this kind of world now with the internet. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't think that evolution was expecting the internet to come along, <laughs> or to be able to vlog or do you know do like something like that. So uh, the reason why I bring this up is the ego manifests itself in. A multitude of ways, but your ego is not, and this is all from Cy Wakeman. Full disclaimer. I I really, she should like start sending me checks for how many times I've brought this up on a podcast. But your ego is not your amigo because it's meant to protect you and it's meant to actually get in the way. So whenever you're in extremes, that is the ego. So whenever you say that I'm not good enough, why do I have this mic Lapel on? This looks so stupid. People are going to judge me, this and that. That is the ego. Or another way that it manifests itself is, like, I'm the greatest. They Like, you know, the industry doesn't give kids a chance. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just basically, like, making these excuses. But all of those things are generated from from within, and it's meant to protect you. And if you can just learn to hit the override button on that, or to to because the fear is there. You can't get rid of the fear, but you can you can carry on past it. And just like you know, you say to yourself like, it's just like you know, working out or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like you wake up, you're feeling kind of lazy, and you go up the mountain anyway. You basically need to do that with with yourself and with your emotions and with what you want to do in the world. So I could say, ah, uh, you know, I gotta, I, I can't put this podcast out. I have to edit it. What's the, what are they gonna think about it? And you know. I think that a little bit of the ego is good because it keeps you honest. It keeps you checking things. But uh, so many times people kind of stand in their own way. And I am a firm, firm, firm believer. This is like my deepest conviction is that I think that like not, you know, outside of obviously like physical things and socioeconomical conditions and stuff like that, for the most part, people in this space that we're in right now, 95% of the, of, of the obstacles that we face are completely self-constructed especially when you're young, especially when you don't have it. And you know, because facing adversity is difficult. Facing negative comments on YouTube is difficult. Having some guy, you know, tell you that you're an ass because you were vlogging in, in, uh, in, in a train, that might be difficult. But it's difficult because you allow yourself to think that it's, that it's difficult or because you choose to entertain those stories. Or you won't put out that thing because you choose to entertain the story that you're not good enough, that you can't make it. And that's just simply not the case. And I think that, you know, for many people entering the creative field, young creatives, people in general, you know, I just went and talked to Brooklyn College and uh, I said to them, and I, I really believe this, you know, the biggest obstacle that you're going to overcome leaving school, it's not going to be the resume, it's not going to be the, the work ethic, because that stuff all kind of comes. You either want it or you don't. A lot of it's genetics, a lot of it's this and that. But the biggest opportunity you're going to overcome is getting out of your own way. The only thing that stops you from interviewing all the people you want to talk to is is yourself. Think about it like this way. Like, you reached out to Chase Jarvis. That's kind of like a North Star moment, right? That's kind of like a crazy thing to yep, do.
0: Yeah, and he video messaged me
1: back. He video messaged you back. But you know now. But you know. And if he messaged you back and you did it, that would be equally as awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Think about it this way. When was the last time that anyone has ever, ever in your life? Please. I, I... I anyone listening think about this when was the last time that anyone like you would ask somebody like hey my name is Joel and I have this thing and power good and we're trying to do this thing worst case they're gonna ignore you no one's ever gonna write you back and be and, and, and be like who do you think you are right yeah has it ever has it ever happened to you ever no. in your life never in your life so why does it happen the ego? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. And these stories are completely manifested within your own mind. And it's just so hard to hit that override. But if you do, man, that unlocks the keys. Yeah. I went to Google, Facebook, you name it. And I, I'm i really optimistic and excited about the future. And I, I know that I'm capable of great things. I know that you are capable of great things. But, you know, also, too, our culture kind of ties in with that. Sorry, I'm ranting here. But I really like this is like, I was just, good. like my convictions here. Like our culture there's there's money and you not being good enough see here's the thing it's weird like people will hear this and be like wow this kid's really conceited this kid's really conceited right like that's like the narrative that we play because there's a lot of money in self-help hundreds of millions of dollars in in self-help and and you having a low self-esteem and it's okay just buy my ebook and we'll do this thing you know exactly what you want to do if I say to you, what does your dream life look like? You know exactly what it is. So I, if I were you, I would tirelessly fight for that dream and don't let anything stop, stop like, get in your way.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it because obviously that that's enlightening so for me as well. Though.
1: It's awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, I know what it is. Doing right now? This is amazing.
0: I know. And, you Incredible. know, the thought comes to mind, like, all these people are walking by and they're like, what are these guys doing? But at the same time, actually, what I have been doing is just imagining, like, dang, those guys are actually, like, doing some cool stuff. You know, like, when you walk by and you see they somebody are, filming, smiling. you know, when you yeah. see the news anchor, dude, you're like, oh, like, they're doing TV. That's cool. Like, I always used to look up to those guys. And so, if you switch it around, and also, something I've done is that I think of the end audience, like, like when I'm filming something or I'm recording something in public, I'm always oh. thinking about, like, I think of the person watching that and then receiving the spiritual, uh, the the like the inspiration or the blessing from right. what I'm doing. So you think of the end consumer looking back and also how many times I have looked at content. Like when I watch like Casey Neistat or Gary, like they walk around with a camera all the time. Like they put that camera everywhere. Hey man, walk by us right now. Exactly. It's a possibility. It is a possibility. <laughs> but at the same time, they go out of their comfort zone because they know it's going to be an inspiration to me, so you know, think of that yeah, consumer it's, like it's, that too. It's
1: it's empathy. That's what it is. That's that's what really drives it, and I think that's one of it's one of the reasons why. And I know you have a, like a very kind of. Uh, there's a lot of people in your audience that are very like religious. It's it's, it's that same thing. It's that donating you do time. It for it's the, that volunteering. It's the it's the caring about the other people more than you care about yourself.
0: You 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 put yourself out of your comfort zone for the chance of helping somebody else I'm more concerned
1: in this interview I am more concerned about the and I'm realistic about about how many people are going to act on this stuff and that's the good news is that most people don't act on this stuff but I am more concerned with the 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 person who's going to listen to this podcast and is going to hear this and get out of their own way. It may only be one person. It may only be two people. They may email me. I may never hear from them, but I'm more concerned about that person than I am about how cool I sound. Or if I sound, if I was too verbose, if I had this thing, there's plenty of stuff to worry about. There's plenty of stuff to overanalyze. And you're not, you know, you're going to, if you're speaking your truth and you're, and you're, and you're doing, and you're being your truest self, you're going to experience some friction. It's fine. There are 7 billion people in this world. You know what I mean? You, you kind of just keep moving. But it, but if you lead, and that's one of the reasons, you know, we can we can practically see it right now, but that's one of the reasons why I love VaynerMedia so much and, and all my friends at Vayner is because, like, you know, they are living proof that, that kindness and, and, and empathy and and love and humility and that these things like work and i think that we're we're now in a world where that people are more accepting of that and you know you could look at the news all day and 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 see like what a terrible world but you know look at the people that are walking around here i'm just insanely optimistic i, I don't know how else to describe it i think there's just so much to be the fact that we're here
0: yeah i think it, this is really li- cool living
1: in, in peace It's just crazy yeah you know we're very I mean?
0: we're very blessed not only to live in peace in the United States, there's a lot of people all over the world don't have that. We also have the the, the best technological advance. Like, we thought the industrial age was great. Um, but, you know, with, I mean, we're here with portable microphones sitting was- in the sun with a beautiful, like, right. 70 degree weather with a slight breeze by the ocean. Right. Like, it's awesome. And we're
1: talking and we,
0: we have an impact on the world, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. And so, a, a significant impact, too. I think a lot of times, you know, back, back to like the social media thing, you know, and and, and you start to look in the same way. You kind of look at LinkedIn. It's kind of like this like this trivial kind of thing. But really, it's like a big giant cocktail party with like everyone that you've ever wanted to meet sort of thing and it's the same thing like with the internet you know what I mean it's, it's easy to see like oh we're just two guys and just two, two young guys trying to find our way and does anyone really care uh, yeah they do like you know if, if you get a podcast and you get a thousand downloads or three hundred downloads I mean if you put those people in a gymnasium that's pretty significant you know yeah. what I mean that's real that's real you know there have been I don't have the biggest podcast in the world but on you know, and I'm gonna put this out, and this will probably get like well over a thousand, a thousand, two thousand downloads or whatever. I mean, those are a thousand to two thousand people. I mean, we have the ability, and also too, like we're so young. Yeah. And I, I and but, uh, but at any age, you can make a significant, you know, it, it, there's never been a, a better time to be alive, and I think that people get hung up too, hung up on the current state of the of the world, of the news, and, you know... Yeah. I, I Again, empathy. I have empathy for the, for those people, but I also uh, have, have empathy for the fact that, that we're so... If we are so privileged and it is so good, then why aren't people more optimistic? Why yeah. is the narrative always how bad it is and how Trump's doing this and all this different stuff? It's just like, no. Yeah,
0: it's you know? true. You know, I was talking to somebody, and then we'll just close with this right here. I was talking to somebody the other day, and there, there was somebody that was bashing on social media and how it... Um, Contributes to depression, which I do not doubt whatsoever. You know, people with the likes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And oh, yeah. how I, you know, I do not disagree whatsoever. But that same person is only putting out content on large, expensive, like textbook kind of books right. and large seminars, et cetera. Like, in other words, this attitude of thinking about the bad and, and bashing on this and that, instead of being proactive and say, you know what? young people or people in general are being destroyed in many ways by media, just, you know, watching their series and just it, like, there's a lot of negative effects on stuff, but this is kind of goes along the empower good thought pattern here is like, there's never been a better time to go where those people that need to be inspired in whatever niche you're at. Yeah. There's never been a better time to communicate to them. And so I think, you know, why not, you know, share like, like one of my hashtags is share what's good. Like, right. why not do it now? Everyone else is yelling in every direction. Right. And a lot of negative people are doing that. Why not do that now? With that said, man, I wanted to thank you so much for being on the show. No worries. Uh, the sun came across the buildings here, so I we're not in it. the shade anymore. I love it. So it's getting hot.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm in the shade, laying back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no worries. And I'm uh, l- looking forward to staying connected.
1: Dude, we're going to be best friends for forever. I'm ready. Yes. I'm excited. Meet the Creatives NY. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, all the plugs. (laughs) All the
1: plugs. Go for it. Okay, Meet the Creatives NY. Uh, If you want to listen to my podcast, the link is in the bio on on Instagram. But if you're not on Instagram, it's uh, meetthecreatives.design is the podcast. Uh, I'm also a photographer, Rob Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, photography.com. Working on my design website. I'm going to hold off on that one for now. But uh, get in touch. DM me. Any questions, let me know. If you think I'm some charlatan. You tell me that too. I got my ego is under control, and I will handle it with grace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Cool, no doubt. We're pounding it. Bam. Boom! Wow,
0: what an epic episode. Seriously, these episodes are getting better and better and better, and I'm just thoroughly thankful for the fact that you would take your time to listen and to be inspired and empowered. Go ahead and visit empowergood.org for more resources, as well if you want to stay in touch and, and to really not miss any episodes or anything, go ahead and hit us up on social media, as well as like, rate, review, and subscribe. Finally, just want to say a quick thanks to my Empower Good team, Karen, Ricky, Brian, and Jazmani. And until next time, do not forget to empower good.